Is that this episode of MK Ultra Film is brought to you by Coke Zero? Um, um. <laughs> that wasn't zero. You showed me it. That wasn't zero. I don't. I only drink zero. I would never touch the sugary stuff. Bad for you. That doesn't. But oh, it has that zero. band of zero on the top? Yeah. The band, uh, yeah. Apparently, a friend Gary O'Sullivan um, said apparently their their long term plan. I don't know where he got this information, but mm-hmm. is to make the band of zero sugar smaller and smaller and smaller until eventually they're just going to filter out normal Coke and it's all going to be zero. That sounds not fascinating. Like an urban myth. I don't know. That, Gary's really smart. <laughs> Gary's got a PhD. Yeah, but in <laughs> geology, not in fucking Coca-Cola branding. <laughs> What's fucking Coke made of? You're right. It's made of stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did that with Sprite, though. You know, Sprite is is. I was going to see a film, Crawl, in uh, in Liffey Valley Cinema, and I was like can I get Diet Coke? And then she's like, we don't have any Diet Coke, but we have Sprite. And I was like, ah, I want a sugar-free drink. And she's like, Sprite is sugar-free. And I was like, eh, no, it's not. And <laughs> turns out I was wrong. They actually just totally did the old switcheroo on Sprite. What? And no one, no one knew, yeah. Did they, they must have done like uh, taste tests where they put like a, a real Sprite and then a fake Sprite beside people and people couldn't tell the difference. And then they were like, all right, we've done our job. Maybe also it's just... Like, does anyone actually buy Sprite, like, intentionally? It's just, like, in your granddad's house at Christmas and stuff. Sprite, what's the one? Yes, people, like, 7-Up is is kind of the tasty one, and then Sprite is the one you accidentally get. You kind of come home from the shop and you go, oh, fuck, I got Sprite. I got Sprite. Sorry, guys, I got Sprite. It's not going to matter. They're probably like, ah, no one even, no one ever (laughs) even bloody wants to buy this stuff, so we can just switch it out and no one will notice. (laughs) We'll switch the sugared product with the sugar-free product because no one... No one will notice because no one buys it, so it's... Uh... Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> they could put anything in there. They could put literally anything in it and it wouldn't make a difference. Have we started the podcast or are we... I mean, usually we kind of, uh, you know, move from a friendly conversation to kind of podcast conversation. And it's to, a very to subtle more, to change. To professional. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, t- today it feels like the change has been minor, if anything. I just, it's, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling relaxed. I'm feeling ready to go, ready to perform. Okay, well, uh, my name's Killian. Hi, how's it going? This is MK Ultrafilm. Uh, this is Mark from MK Ultrafilm. How's it going? This is not how we normally say it, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> how uh, are you doing? Are you feeling, you feeling spooky? Are you feeling... Uh, yeah, I'm feeling, feeling spooky. It's been a while. I think we have to say uh, I moved house um, mm. uh, and I don't know, just didn't have much time to watch movies. So it's been a while. Mm. So sorry about that. But yeah, I've been feeling good. As I said, moved house. Uh, Ireland's in level five lockdown. So lots mm. of time to watch movies. And um, I'm really getting into Irish kind of... Uh, mythology spooky stuff at the moment more like Ihahauna than Halloween this year if you know what I mean yeah what is it What what's the name of the Samhain oh, Ihahauna it, Samhain but then there's like you do a sacrifice to this god and the god has a funny name oh um, oh I haven't been doing um, anything like that now it just because uh, my landlord could be listening and I don't want him to mm, think I'm doing weird stuff in the sitting room see, I'm going on this trip away <laughs> with some um like English and American people, and I kind of like played up mm. how seriously we take Halloween in Ireland. Oh, yeah, and I yeah. wanted to like, I wanted to be able to just throw out facts about like mm-hmm. occult things, and yeah. as if like it was just normal knowledge to me. But yeah. it's, it's obviously not. So I had to yeah. do a bit of research. But now it turns out I forgot it all. <laughs> you I mean, forgot it, it all. Matter. I I've yeah. been listening to Eddie Lennon, who has a really good podcast uh, where he tells stories. He's like Ireland's greatest Shanahi at the moment. And he tells stories about like spooky things. Well, not spooky, you know, just things that happened. And it's like the fairies and things like that. And uh, mm. and it's like, um, I'm utterly convinced now again that they're all there. Like a fox was walking beside me in the street the other day. What Foxes usually like run away from you. But it came up right beside me and I was like, oh, fuck, this is some fucking thing. I think it's it's like you have you've acquired some knowledge, oh, some forbidden knowledge, and now the fox is yeah. going like, listen, I know they know, I know like I know. see or something like that, or I shine like in The Shining, and they're just coming yeah. up to me now, and like I don't know, I I got up in, in the middle of the night to go to the toilet, and the, the sun had just come up, and he was on the windowsill outside my fucking window. <laughs> Man, at me. that's not true. That's I not have true. a video of it. 
I have a video of it. There was a fox on your window. Yeah, yeah, I have a video of it. I I don't believe that. Yeah, I have a video of it, so. (laughs) And he was just looking at me. Like a dot, and I was like, God, this is some fucking spirit or something. I'm either going to like, really... something's going to happen. Like, I'm going to become really good at something, or I'm going to... No, you're fucked, man. That's fucked. bad. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah they, that's really bad. Usually, like, they either give you the gift of, like, being real good at playing the fiddle or something, or it's just, like, mm. your wife's dead, or your firstborn child will be a changeling or something. I've... I feel like they're usually more forthcoming with the gifts. They'll just give it to you. You know, yeah. they don't kind of stalk around your house for ages. It could just be a fox. It could just be a fox, you know? It sounds like something more than a fox to me, anyway. <laughs> I think uh, you're going to be walking down the street now and birds are going to start swooping down at you. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, oh, that's mad, though. You, I, still, I, I still don't know if you've made that story up or not. No, no, it's a, re- it's a true story. Video. It's a true story. We'll have to stick it on the Instagram, so. Yeah, we'll stick the story in the Instagram, or the video on the Instagram, so as you guys can see. Um, mm. uh, what about you, though? What is is Berlin spooky? Is Berlin even spooky, like? Berlin's Berlin is spooky most times of the year, but in different ways. The, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I've been enjoying it. It's getting, daylight savings came into effect, obviously, mm. so it got dark here at, like, quarter to five mm. um yesterday so and i'm kind of into it like i'm kind of ready for um watching a few spooky films and coming home early because what's, what's halloween like what do you do usually man i had this conversation with one of my friends recently i actually can't i have no recollection of any halloween for I actually don't think I can remember any. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, what did I do? Yeah. I have no, I have no idea. I know they don't do fireworks here. That's, I feel like maybe I just did nothing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of depressed. Like in a, living in a city where they don't have fireworks or any of that kind of shit. Yeah. I think you just do nothing. They should make it so much spookier. Like we should really take ownership mm. of Halloween in Ireland. Cause it's like, uh, I don't I know. know. It's in, it's in our bones kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I, I find I often find with Irish people is like they don't believe they're always like oh I wouldn't believe in that kind of stuff like the fairies and all that kind of thing but then they're also mm. very quick like like let's say there's a fairy fort or something like that they'd be like I wouldn't I wouldn't believe in that kind of thing and you'd say all right then just walk onto the fairy fort and they'd be like ah no no I wouldn't do that like just yeah, in case yeah. you know it's that kind of yeah. like I don't believe in it but I also I'm not gonna touch it just in case. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Do you, would would you do if you're at a party now on what day is Halloween? Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. If, although you're probably not allowed to have parties, but if no, if, parties, uh, sorry. if if Anna was like, I know it would be fun. Let's do a Ouija board. Would you Would you do it? Oh no, fucking chance. Not like not a open hand. <laughs> so it's especially with a fox. Absolutely. Like, you know, you wouldn't want to be... Absolutely no way. Yeah. Like the I, fox I and everything. Touch it. I'd be asking for it. But I, I genuinely wouldn't know, wouldn't do it, and I yeah. and I don't believe in it at all. But I just yeah. like, oh, no way am I doing one of those? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's wild <laughs> playing with things beyond this realm. It's yeah. awesome. we don't know enough about it. Like. But that's and then that's uh, this is the time of year where the gateway between that world is so open, and it's like mm. you know you might not like fully believe in it or whatever, but you're not going to fucking take your chances. No, you're not going to take not. your chances. Um, we got a lovely uh, message from a listener um, called Dan Moynihan. Uh, so, hi guys, long time listener, first time Instagram DMer. If you want to get us on our Instagram, it's mkultrafilm and just send us a DM and we'll uh, read it out on the pod if it's <laughs> suitable. If it's good. Okay, so Dan, <laughs> uh, he says, just wanted a message in regards to the pronunciation of Smith- Smithwicks on the show. I have always pronounced it with a silent W. And that's the way I heard it from other people down the years. Have I been wrong the whole time? You guys pronounced it with the W and then Killian went on to make fun of Niels's Hungarian friend for his pronunciation of Smithix. Uh, Niels's Hungarian friend pronounced Smithix Switchcock. Uh, so solidarity with the Switchcock drinkers and then three Hungarian flags. Thanks very much, Dan Moynihan. So he says you pronounce it Smithix. No, he says Smithwicks. Wait, what? No, he says silent W. He says, oh, yeah. Smithix. Smithwix. I feel like, I feel like Smithix is, is correct. <laughs> Wait, is it Smithix or Smithwix? Sm- it's a Smithwix. <laughs> it depends what country you're in, I think. Smithix. Smithix. Sm- we, we also, did we not, we got a nice message from, uh, 
I just want to. I want to clear up this Smithix okay. thing first. Wait, Smithix. Smithix. Switchcock. I'm just going to go to calling it Switchcock. <laughs> <laughs> Smith. I might just, maybe we could just say hello, you know, I say, whoop, excuse the edit there, Killian's microphone ran out of power, or will we keep it professional? No, no, well, we could say, because I mean, it's worth referencing the spookiness of the spooky podcast. Yeah, true. Whoop. Okay. All right. So, well, there might have been a bit of a hard edit there, but I think it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> Killian's Killian's uh, m- microphone ran out of memory. Yeah. Memory. Yeah. But um, it is worth mentioning that we did try and record this podcast yesterday, mm-hmm. and there were multiple mysterious um, occurrences that prevented us from doing so. That's true. And what Apart happened? Apart from the fox. What happened last year? The fox scraping its nails down the window. Yeah, last year we recorded a spooky podcast and then when we listened back to it, it had a kind of a ghostly frequency going through the whole thing. Yeah, there was a third voice. So that is, there was a, a puka of some kind yeah. uh, interfering with the, the frequency. But anyway, I think the conclusion we came to is that it's called Switchcock. <laughs> World's first haunted yeah. pod. Yeah. yeah, it's a bold claim. <laughs> we did. We got a. We got. We got another. Another um, nice message, I believe, on the Instagram. If you wanna. Oh, we did. Yeah, we got a lovely one. message from uh, Maeve, who's a, a new listener. Uh, she said, "Hey, just wanted to oh. say I love your guys' podcast, and I've been spreading the good word to pals. Uh, very much hope uh, more episodes come soon, as I've almost finished listening back through them. Uh, I just want to say it's great. So there you go. Oh, officially that's nice. a great Homework. podcast." <laughs> yeah, Maeve said it. Um, hope more episodes come soon. We do too, Maeve, yeah. but you just never know when they're going to come. <laughs> you never know when you're going to get one. It's the same on our end. Yeah, we actually don't know. So we just sort of go, we do one. Um, we'll we'll, yeah. get, we'll uh, try to get more regular. Um, but thanks very much for your message, but, uh, Maeve. We should... We should yeah, thanks, Maeve. But we should we should get we should give Maeve what she wants to hear, which is some solid yeah, yeah. movie critique. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> spooky ones, spooky ones this week. I've really I hadn't watched spooky films in a long not intentionally, but I just hadn't watched any in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes like a lot of new horror films come out, I generally assume are shite. Yeah. Uh, but I've say I've really I've really enjoyed watching some spooky ones. Yeah. Again, me too. Like they're. They're fun to watch. Yeah, they're kind of... I mean, I'd be someone who grew up hating horror movies and being like, I don't want that. I don't mm. like the idea of being scared. And only since maybe... Only since maybe Midsummer, um, I I have been mm. someone who like really likes watching horrors now. Um, I remember watching yeah. Hereditary and being like, this wasn't so bad. That wasn't really that scary. And then that was supposed to be the scariest movie ever. So then after that, I was kind of like, yeah. I feel invincible. And now I've really grown to love them. I love them. It's really yeah. nice. They're great. It's fun. like they obviously there's a lot of shite ones. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I think the problem is like the problem with them is like because sometimes people put the the spookiness over the filmness, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's very easy to just scare people yeah. if you just do stuff, but when you get one that's a nice story and it also gets a good few good few spooks in there, it's yeah. it's perfect. And I think We've got a, a very good selection of. Films we have a today, really good actually. selection of horrors today. Do you want to? Do you want to press on with? I think of all the ones we're talking about, this was the most. It's the, it's the only kind of modern one, really. Yeah, and do you know what? Like, uh, it feels very nice to say this is a film that came out in 2020, um, which is a rarity. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, the Invisible Man is what I watched the other day um, with Anna to get a bit spooky for the Halloween season, and this is what I thought. Hey, uh, Mark, just after watching The Invisible Man, uh, the film that came out this year uh, by Lee Wannell, and it has um, Elizabeth Moss as the main role. Uh, she plays someone who's escaping domestic abuse from this kind of scientific genius person, and, uh, and then he dies, but then she starts getting haunted uh, by someone who she thinks is him, and it's an invisible person. And um, yeah, it's that's that's sort of the premise of the film. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. 
it had um like lots of suspense and lots of really creepy moments really done really well cinematically where you can kind of you know how do you make an invisible thing visible you know like uh so there's really cool scenes where she's like trying to pull the covers but you can see the footprints on the covers or um you know you could see the breath the steam of the breath in the cold air like that kind of thing and it just freaks you out so much uh, they did this really cool thing in the film where they they'd move the camera to an empty frame where there's just a room without any people in and and it would just hold it there and there'd be kind of creepy music and you're just like oh my god the invisible man uh so there's good moments of like oh my god the invisible man is there but then also it kind of becomes a little less horror a little more thriller and science fictiony almost in the second half of the film um once it's revealed like the sort of way that the person is invisible that it kind of changes genre almost um but it like concludes really really well in a way that isn't usual for a horror i don't think it concludes in a sort of um different way and i really liked it uh the way they finished it um and yeah i don't know overall i thought it had great tension had great jumpy moments but also good performances and just an all-round very enjoyable horror. What do you think, Anna? Hey, yeah, you get me in the middle of this. I don't know what you've been saying. I'm just saying, what do you think about the movie? Yeah, it was incredible. At, at points, I thought it was getting a little bit cheesy and it would go dip down, but then it just, it, it ended on a high. It ended on a big high. So dip down and on a high. And that's how we like our horrors in this house. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> An old nacho cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> but ended on a high. The, uh, <laughs> That sounded good. I guess. I guess the uh, the Invisible Man is like it's quite a, a. I suppose an Invisible Man and a ghost are kind of the same thing. But um, the uh, yeah, me and Anna were thinking well, like the Invisible Man or the Invisible Person. I suppose is potentially one of mm. the scariest in terms of like jumpy kind of things. It's mm. it's so scary. Like to watch, yeah, a person being haunted by an invisible person. It's so scary. And like the idea that it could happen mm. to you, fucking terrifying. Terrifying. It's it's uh it's kind of like an unlimited thing yeah. really, isn't it? The amount of ways that they can do scary stuff to you doesn't really yeah. end with And know, how could you get invisible. away from the invisible man? That's why I kept saying to Anna, I was like, how do you get away from the invisible man? Like everything I think of, he'd somehow mm. be able to follow you. He'd be able to like what about in a what about he'd a car? Get into the car as well. He just get he just what? get into the car. Jetpack. Yeah, but then he just stop you from getting on the jetpack. That doesn't. He just like okay. stab the jetpack with a knife <laughs> or something like that. You're fucking yeah, Invisible Man very scary. <laughs> yeah, as as Anna was saying, it did get a little cheesy, and there were maybe um, maybe one or two moments that were kind of like a little cheesy, or maybe the arc of the story got a little confused. But overall, I thought it tied it to. Yeah, uh, mm. as she said it dipped down but came back up um but then also an element that i didn't say which is seems to be in every horror movie these days it has to be an element of it um uh is the idea that she's crazy or it's real and it plays that as i think you know started yeah. in sort of rosemary's baby maybe it comes from further back than that but that idea of the person are they crazy or is this really happening and uh, they also had that going mm. on in in the in the film, which is just, I mean, it's just such a good plot line. It's just, it's just plays so well because yeah. you're constantly like, wait, wait, is everything we're seeing just in her head? And it just, it's, I love that. Yeah. I love it. I really like when they do that in horrors. It, it's a real like, yeah, like no one believes me. Why would anyone yeah. believe me? Kind of, yeah, it's a very scary idea, mm -hmm. isn't it? I'd, I'd like maybe Maeve actually, as she said, she was listening back through the, the podcast in her Instagram message. Mm -hmm. If she could just tot up a, a, a count of the number of times that you or I have compared something to Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, that would be <laughs> that would be a good statistic to have. I like that. Or uh, and Jurassic Park, one, one, one of the two. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Rosemary Baby. Rosemary's Baby has to be the film um, that I compare most other films to that I haven't watched because I haven't watched Rosemary's Baby. But I compare I things to it all the time. So, because <laughs> I, I feel like I know it in and out, but I've never actually uh, seen it. So, I'm going to watch it. Um, I'm going to watch it then this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. said that for three years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it sounds I'm 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 gonna guess and you don't have to answer this question, but I'm guessing now, based on your review, he's not in fact a ghost. He has somehow turned himself invisible through scientific means. I can't say anything, right? Okay. Interesting. Because yeah. I was thinking it that would go because you said he 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 was being abusive to her. And my understanding of ghosts is Normally, the peop- the person who is wronged is the person who becomes a ghost, and then they come back and get it. Would be pretty scabby if that's true. I don't know, yeah, the, the ghost master is allowed the abuse, which come back and continue the abuse. <laughs> yeah, the ghost masters are pretty morally kind of like that's okay. You're gonna have to get a ghost pass. They're like, well, listen, yeah, this guy completely like, caused me to die, so I get to go back and haunt him. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, that checks out. This guy did a load of scabby stuff yeah, to me. That checks yeah, out. Yeah, go on, go back, give him a hard time, <laughs> give him a hard time there. But the caveat is, you're actually going to have to, you're just going to have to keep giving people a hard time forever. But we will allow you to get this particular lad as well. That's, yeah. the, that's the ghost caveat. It is. It's, it sounds good. Like, would you say? Would you say now? Because from the films I've watched. I've kind of categorized, there's like, there's like, I feel like horror films go into the genre of like, it's like, it's a good film, just full mm. stop. It, or like, it's like a good film and a horror film. And then it's like a good mm. f- for a horror film. Yeah. That's no, what am I trying yeah. to say? You know, the way some, some, you watch a horror film, you're like, that was a good horror. And then some other ones you're like, that film is actually just. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's definitely, I think horror. And then there's all, yeah, it was their third category. So this third category was that was not good, but it was also pretty good. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> like that 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 is a that is objectively a bad film, but it's like Evil Dead yeah. or, or something. It's like that film's bad, but it's very. It's such good, a weird know? genre horror. Like I mean, I fi- I feel like with no other genre do you have the like people are constantly with this discussion: is it a horror or isn't it a horror? Like you, people will send like yeah, even yeah. Carla, my sister. Uh, asked me to watch The Invisible Man or asked me she told me to watch it because she said it was good and she's like not really sure if it's a horror mm. same thing with Silence of the Lambs not really sure it's a horror mm. uh, even though it's like famously the best horror or whatever you know people say it won to, to win all the Oscars and people are always like is it a horror or isn't like with the western it literally yeah. just has to be set in America it doesn't even need to be set in America it just <laughs> has to kind of be like uh, you know someone getting vengeance or like a lad wearing a cowboy hat it's a western it doesn't need, and it's not yeah. even a debate Whereas with horror, it's like mm. it has to like hit all these pinpoints, and there's so many uh, you know tropes that you have to fulfill, and if you don't fulfill them, then mm. you know it's not a horror, it's not officially a horror, and it's really weird, and it's the only genre I think that kind of has that, you know. Where would you say Invisible Man falls? Would you say it's like just a bit of fun to watch? Or would you say it's actually like well, I kind of I I, I kind of would rebel against that whole idea that is it a horror, isn't a horror? I'd say like because horror, I think is is kind of having a bit of a renaissance at the moment uh and like there's some really cool things Curtis I think A24 have done great stuff with with horror like mm. I think uh I think like some to be a horror film it doesn't have to be like it or it isn't uh and this I would say mm. definitely had all the tropes of a horror movie um and then kind of like was a little bit different in how it concluded but overall like definitely a horror it couldn't mm. be anything else it was I was like shit in my pants mm. and that's the only that's the only barometer. Were you shitting your pants or were you not shitting yeah. your pants? And I, I can tell you, yeah. I, I had to change my pants after this clean movie. Clean nappy by the end. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it's, yeah. It's kind of like food or something, you know what I mean? Like some horror films are just like, ah, it's a bit of a McDonald's. like, And then some of them are a bit of a, uh, some of them are a bit of an Eddie Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a, what's a real, uh, some of them are a bit like, uh, I don't know, an Avoca tomato. This is good because I'm looking for <laughs> content to put onto the Instagram that we don't use. So I might just um, kind of put that quote into a graphic and just put it on our Instagram saying some horrors are McDonald's, but some yeah. other horrors are Eddie Rockets. And I'd say, well, mm. we've got a chunk of new listeners. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna? Are we gonna leave that sentence that you just said in, or are we gonna pretend that we just did it organically? <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't plan what we're gonna do with the podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> anyway, but on the topic of uh, on the topic of like classic horror films and kind of tropey horror films, a film that I was expecting to be a real trope, kind of trope filled, uh, you know. 
intentionally kind of scandalous mm. film was The Omen, which is the next one I'm okay. going to review. But upon watching, perhaps I I, I, uh, I thought something different. So let's go on. And, and Oh my God, cliffhanger before the fucking review. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's have a listen to what I thought of that one. So I just finished watching The Omen, um, a horror classic, which I had not seen. And man, it was really, really, really good. Like, I thought it was just, uh, you know, obviously it's so famous and stuff that I thought um, it was just kind of a trashy, kind of shocking for its time horror film. But it was so, like, the story was so good. And like, there was so many bits in it that I didn't know about. And so much like, like the the story really kind of progresses. Like the, there's kind of like a mystery aspect to it where you're trying to find out what's going on. And um, so Damien's obviously the son of the devil, and then he's adopted by this family, and then they're trying to kind of figure out who his real parents were and stuff. So there's kind of this mystery aspect to it, which is really interesting. And there's just so many fucking scary horrible scenes in it which are just really like yeah it's such a it's such a it's such a horrible thing that like he's their kid but they also kind of suspect he might be evil so it's such a such an interesting kind of um dilemma (laughs) for the parents because they kind of want to kill him but then they also are like "Uh oh you know can't kill him um and there's just loads of really good, like the music's really good. There's loads of really spooky, horrible uh, kind of church Latin kind of chanting music, like oh, and like just loads of spooky priests and fucking spooky monks and shit, and spooky Irish priests and and lots of like biblical references and stuff in it. It's just really well put together and really scary atmosphere and shit, and it's just. Uh, yeah, I just fucking really, really liked it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was so good. Really, definitely would recommend watching it. I'm, I was so, so far exceeded my expectations. Um, yeah, check it out. Wow, mm. there you go. I love how you, um, you compared the the prospect of either killing your child or you know not killing your child as sort of a dilemma. As like, oh, that's a real. That's a real doozy. What do <laughs> it, we do it here? Is a, it's a doozy, though. Like, what you're, do you're, I do here? Kill my kid or a, not kill my kid? <laughs> Whoop the doodle. <laughs> there is, but it's like, it is, it would be a tough scenario, you know what I mean? It would, It'd also yeah. be very tough to explain to the authorities, like, listen, mm. he wasn't the best. The, um, but yeah, man, the, the, the film was, <laughs> the film was so good and just so many bits in it. I was like, fuck, this is so scary. And, I, what I thought was interesting was there's I don't know if if you're familiar with any of the scenes in it, but there's some scenes in it that mm. I'd seen before just on yeah 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 like clip shows and stuff, and I actually think because I'd seen all the kind of more shocking individual scenes of it out of context, mm. that led me to believe that the film was just kind of this shocking, intentionally going out there to be a kind of a yeah uh, a shocking film but when you see the the scenes in the context of the movie mm. they actually arise in a really cool way apart from one one because kind of just happens but then some of them some of the other more shocking scenes happen in the context of this evolving story and you're like oh like some of them actually caught me off guard when certain yeah. things happened and i was like oh fuck that's why this thing happens or that thing happens oh, okay was, okay 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 it was so really not gratuitous like, or no. maybe, I mean, horrors are always a little bit gratuitous, but it's not like mm. it wasn't like completely like pornographic or whatever. No, not at all. And and it was like it's it's just they really hit it so well. Like they have the kid and everything the kid does. Like at times you just like there's a bit where the kid's cycling around on a little bike, quite similar to The Shining, actually. Mm. But you just know he's like an evil kid, and you're just <laughs> like, "Fuck, what's he gonna do?" And you're just like, "Yeah." Oh, where's he going? And everything that the kid does, like once you have it in your head that he's this evil child, like even Mm. just him glancing at the camera, you're like, oh fuck, he's so. He looks at the camera. A few times he looks straight at the camera and he's like, that's terrifying. So what? So that's like a big horror trope is the scary kids. Uh, Mm. You have it in 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 nearly every horror, 
like it's and it's always the scariest fucking thing is this mm. is this kid who is evil i don't know what mm. like why where does that come from i guess kids are just supposed to be very innocent and it's really uh, like just goes against what we what we consider them kids are supposed to be like the most innocent humans of all and to yeah. know that they're they're uh what is it apostates of the devil is uh yeah <laughs> it's a bad thing. I don't know if that's the right use of that. You, word, you haven't met my sister's kids, eh? <laughs> the, there's also some Amber cool State stuff. Of the devil. It. I'm telling you, these two are the devil. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the, uh, that was a good accent, man. The, uh, did you live in New York? I did the, for two uh, years. There you go. <laughs> the the there's some cool stuff as well where they're like they're trying to figure out what's going on and they're reading the Bible and they're like trying to interpret bits of the Bible, but from a modern, they're like, but the Roman empire doesn't exist anymore. And then they're like, well, perhaps in this context, this is what they're referring to. You know what I mean? They're like, they, they have this discussion where they're piecing together Bible scriptures. Me like what's yeah. the modern equivalent of what existed at that time. And then yeah, using yeah, that yeah. to try and decipher what's going to happen. And, they they also actually it's interesting. So you said about the children. I kind of got the feeling that like when I watched it, I was like maybe all the kind of spooky church stuff and spooky children stuff is just mm. from because of this film. Like that's the impression. Oh I got really? From it. It's like yeah, because they just nail it so well. And like mm. the there's so it's so funny that the main kind of priest who's kind of warning him about his son is uh, Irish as well, which I'm just like, oh, of course, he's a bloody... He's like, no, just listen to me now. Listen to me now. That that boy is the devil. It's so, it's so, it's so good. It's like he's so a perfect. Devil. I but, caught him pissing on the tree outside the church. He's the little devil. <laughs> I, uh, I would definitely say, like, based on my very poorly explained subcategories of horror films, I'd mm. say that just comes under just, like, great movie. It's okay, okay, like, okay. So that's really, in category one. Great movie. I think that's like the heart. bottom bottom left tier of okay. the grid. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought we were doing yeah. Venn diagram, but okay. Then uh, it can fit in there too. Okay. All Actually, right. <laughs> another. So uh, to briefly mention, I watched this other film, which is quite a famous one. It's in the Criterion Collection, called oh. I, I, which I only found out what that means within the last week. Because um, <laughs> I told Don't you. Look Now. Oh yeah, maybe. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, thank you for that. The, uh, but um, a film called "Don't Look Now," mm-hmm. which is a very famous horror film as well, um, and I thought it was quite boring, and I didn't like it. Uh, but a common element that that film and the Omen have is spooky Europe. It's kind of like ooh, spooky Europe, which I I, I don't know if I just if I just wrongfully Wait, picked is, that is up. Is The Omen an English film? It's set in England. Oh, he, so the guy, the main guy whose son it is, he is the U.S. ambassador in the U.K. Okay, so they live in London, but you oh. get this whole like because they go to like Italy. In, in interestingly, in both of those films, mm. they go to Italy, and then there's bits in England, and but there's this but with American people, and you get this yeah. kind of weird like portrayal of europe as this spooky place with all these yeah, but europe is spooky, so spooky. are you kidding me i mean i don't know why all yeah. the horrors are set and i mean europe is insanely spooky it's insanely it is. spooky it is it's old yeah, I was actually... as hell it's so old and spooky mm. you kidding me we do have a lot of old <laughs> stuff but i guess i'd never really thought about that before just like the genre of spooky europe films my house <laughs> is probably older than america i don't know yeah like true <laughs> yeah that is true like i guess i remember i when i moved to new york and i was working in the oldest building in new york city and they were like i was like oh how old is it they're like it's built in 1750 and i was like (laughs) i was like that's not very old at all (laughs) yeah there's plenty of pubs in dublin that are like (laughs) ancient (laughs) what would be a classic american scary thing just like be like spooky the witches, uh, the witches, the burning the witches, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, true. They true. like that's the kind of spooky thing they have. Um, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff, and then like massacres Hicks. and and like uh, and like school shootings and stuff like that. So you know, very real scary stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's not as fun. Um, will we move on to the next film? Another classic. Moving from classic to classic. Uh, that's how the rest of the show is going to go. By the way, it's all classics yeah. from here on in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see 
I didn't go anywhere. I sat in my living room. I bloody hope you didn't. I sat in my living room and stayed within my five kilometer radius to the Irish government that they're listening to this. And I uh. watched The Thing. The Thing is The Thing. The Thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So very famous film. And I'll uh, let you know what I thought of it now. Hey, so I just watched The Thing. Spooky film. Scary afternoon viewing. Um, it's a John Carpenter film starring Kurt Russell. It's from the 80s. Don't know exactly when, probably 82 or something. And um, and yeah, it's basically set in Antarctica. Uh, there's this uh, alien animal, alien, sorry, it's just alien. I have to say alien animal. <laughs> there's this alien that can um, sort of uh, multiply and take over humans' bodies and animals' bodies. And it can... Um, basically it completely replicate itself as a human so basically you have all these people living in this space in in the antarctic station and you don't know who's the alien and uh and they all start freaking out and accusing each other it's a really really good movie very 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 good the whole idea of not knowing who is the alien is really freaky because it doesn't show you a lot of things that happen and um, it hides main parts of the film if you know what i mean so you're always guessing as well so instead of it being like a situation where you know who is the alien and you're watching the characters figure out you actually don't know who the alien is as well and you're trying to figure it out at the same time as the characters and it's done really 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 well um it's quite gory and there's some really well made um i don't know like gore monsters uh that like i was eating a bit of food and I had to just push the food away from me for a few minutes because it was so fucking disgusting <laughs> but it was good I, I you know it's like the, i always adds a bit to adds a bit to the movie for me so um that was a big triple thumbs up um because some of the creatures in this film uh, had like multiple hands so it'll be three thumbs up from me for the thing by john carpenter who is I'm starting to think maybe one of the best horror directors ever. You heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I'm so glad you watched that man. That uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Like that, it's film brilliant. Is, it's so good. Yeah. It's so just like the the, the uh, y- as you said, like you the viewer don't know. So mm-hmm. then it's like it's nearly like anyone can be scary mm-hmm. at any time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the main characters sometimes like oh fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, you doubt everyone. You doubt everything, mm. and it's because they admit a lot of things happen kind of real quickly or off camera, and you're like oh, and like characters disappear, and you have that claustrophobic feeling that you're in Antarctica and there's nowhere around, yeah. and it's real like, uh, and it even has the sort of end of the world element, even though it's in a really remote spot. It does have mm. that. Uh, like oh, it could be the end of the world kind of vibe to it as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's so it's so spooky. It's so scary. It's disgusting, yeah. but like not in a you know. Sometimes things are disgusting, and they're kind of like Whoa. this is kind of like that kind of disgusting that you want to look at in a weird way. In the same way that I don't know, some people kind of like bursting a spot or something. It's kind of yeah. that sort of where it's 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 horrible. It's gory, but it is kind of intriguing as well. And yeah. you're kind of putting your hand over your face, but you're peeking through because you want to see it. And it's, and it's just a really, really good movie. I, what I love about that that film as well is like you never really, you, the viewer and the people in it don't know really what the hell is going on. And like the, the <laughs> limitations of what the alien <laughs> does to people is like, there's no limit. Like it can do yeah. anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> some people get infected and one thing happens. Other people get infected and fucking some other crazy shit happens. Yeah. But, it's really so good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the one a film I'm going to review later is very heavy on practical effects as well. Mm. Um, and I was saying, like, I think it, there's something so nice about those effects when you're looking at like horror, or gory stuff. Because even though it doesn't look any more real than maybe CGI does, you're definitely not like yeah. that's real. But it's just so much more disgusting looking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just seeing all oozy gooey shit on the screen, mm. you're like, oh sick. Like it looks I know, <laughs> I, I really like it's so it's it's so cliche, but like CGI is really boring and it definitely takes away that kind of the whole there's that whole thing when you look at a movie and you say, How did they do that? Mm, How did they mm. do that? And you and you used to say it a lot, but I don't you don't really say that anymore because you're just like they just 
use computers to do that. But like, yeah. I don't know, there was one or two times in, in um, The Invisible Man where I was kind of like, how do they, how do they do that? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I, I, you know, it's kind of like, you know that they made it. You know, this was made. And you'd get that a lot with the thing where it's like some f- big monster was made and it looks so cool. It's like some big machine thing that someone built and crafted. Um, yeah, yeah. Or some nerd at a computer. That's right, I said it. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it is. It's it's totally different. And even though, you know, like, I feel like if I saw any of the monsters in the thing mm. in real life, you know, knowing that they were just models or whatever, like, if I was in a museum showing them, I'd still be like, Ugh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas if I just saw, like, a hologram of something, I probably wouldn't be like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the Ugh Ugh. factor. <laughs> Is that a, a funny fact about it? So I actually watched a documentary about it um, a while ago about how they did some of the effects in it. Mm. And I feel like I couldn't talk about it, any of them without it being a spoiler. Apart from, you know, at the very start where it says the thing, but it kind of drips down. like Oh, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. So the title the, gets revealed through yeah. a sort of a splash that happens on the screen. So that apparently is just a bin bag on fire in front of... Uh, uh, screen that says the thing on us oh that's really cool <laughs> i know <laughs> they just like burned like melted a bin bag which i think is so like you always assume it, it's funny when you think about old films like that and you're like mm. they're even like how are we going to do the credits like this you know what i mean that's really good because they managed to mix filmmaking with getting rid of some trash in a very yeah. very uh environmental way uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that yeah in probably the worst way you could do it <laughs> incinerate uh, that's uh, really cool so they put a bin bag yeah yeah it looks really great um another was, one like i would really recommend i guess if you're listening to this and you're looking for some spooky films to watch and you've never watched the thing very much recommend watching that mm. it's really really good and i know everyone's going to be sitting at home anyone who's listened to ireland anyway so uh definitely put the thing on your watch list actually thinking about it the 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 paranoia and the kind of fear generated in that film is quite kind of current when you think about it's about like who has the disease or whatever yeah you know yeah you don't know you can't tell by looking at people if they have this weird alien sickness or not it's quite like except except it's different than that whoever uh, when you find out if they have it you immediately try to kill them yeah. Uh, whereas that's not the way it works in coronavirus and you actually immediately try to save them mm, uh, certainly not yet anyway but they seem to be running out of options <laughs> exterminate the um the yeah that's that's yeah yeah it's good. i think so so moving from one classic to another moving from one classic to another classic to another mm-hmm. the and who know, invisible man could be a classic in future who knows but something tells me it might not be um hellraiser mm-hmm. um i don't want to repeat myself uh on the voice message mm-hmm. as i do every time so i'm just going to play the review so okay. here we go so i just watched hellraiser uh, another classic horror film which i had never seen um knew very little about this film going into it um as Emer said herself um all I really knew was Pinhead from seeing the VHS boxes in Extra Vision when I was a kid. So I just knew it was a spooky one. I knew it was kind of like a gory one. Um, and it was really good, actually. I thought it was going to be kind of abstract for some reason. I thought it was like some weird traversing through hell, weird, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like a weird, not philosophical, but kind of like a weird hell film. But it was very straightforward. Um, like the the concept itself is weird but like it's one of those ones that just gives you enough context basically at the start you see this guy in a kind of a weird buying this cube in the seemingly shady circumstances he takes the cube back to his house and does some does some ritual with the cube and it opens up and then lots of bad stuff starts happening to him um and it's at the very start i was like is this a sequel or something like what the hell is going on what is this cube and then that kind of sets it up and then it kind of takes it back to the start of the film. So you have the context that the cube exists and then the film starts and then people move into a house and then 
the cube. The place where he did the ritual was the abandoned house, and then people acquire the house, and then uh, the cube's there. But it's 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 all very contained. Like it pretty much all happens within the within the house, um, and then some at times within the cube. But it was really cool. It was like it's so much special effects, like really good, no CGI to be had, just really good, practical, gory, disgusting. Play-Doh-y, slimy, gross special effects happening and just really like epic. I'd say at the time like really shocking, but now just really classic uh, horror shit. It's funny, like it's not scary at all. I'd say maybe at the time it was, but it's it's just you know even when you haven't seen a a film or you don't know a lot about it and then you see a bit in it and you're like oh yeah that's that's like a real good bit like. There's just lots of them where I was like, oh, this is a real nice piece of this film. And yeah, it's great. I just looked it up. Apparently there's six of them. Um, and I'd say maybe I'll watch three. I feel like I probably wouldn't watch all six, but I'd watch, I'd watch three. <laughs> uh, just actually a correction. I, I've since found out that there's nine Hellraiser films. But Does that change how many you're going to watch? No, still three. Um, I wouldn't go further than three. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Oh. I was the, walking uh, down the street when I heard that voice message and I just burst out laughing. So, <laughs> I've heard it. There's six of them. And so I'll definitely watch three. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that film was great. Like, uh, like it definitely falls into the category of like, just it, like, it's not scary and it's, it's stupid. Like it's very silly, but yeah, it's just really a good fun gross horror film like it takes it takes the thing to new levels of of uh of like those kind of effects and stuff it's really Mm -hmm. more full-on with them for the whole time okay Um, okay but not not it's not too much like it's it's interesting so they have this this thing which is like this cube that this guy Mm -hmm. buys in a black market and that kind of opens this world it's kind of like a hell world but once not, you go yeah, in there, I, I was kind of assuming it was the gates to hell or something, or it opens up. So it never to hell. actually says hell, but it just you go into this place that's run by these lads called Cenobites, one of whom is the pinhead who you see on the cover of the box in okay. ex, Extra Vision when you're a kid. But uh, <laughs> and they kind of rule this world. It never says it's hell, but it, by having that thing where you go into the box and you don't know they can basically just chuck any old weird monster at you and you're like ah it's from the box you know what i mean <laughs> like it came out of the box so anything goes um at times i was actually thinking it was nearly like the movie equivalent of going on a ghost train where you just go into different rooms and there's other random shit in there and you just go from room to room and you're like oh that's pretty fucking scary that's also kind of scary but in a fun way like in a really like yeah that all of that ridiculous stuff is happening but it is kept together by a story that i i thought was really good what characters uh, do we have i'm kind of missing out on on what characters you have in this like is there who who are who are getting terrorized who are the people getting terrorized the people so there's a there's a there's an old house it's, it's like yeah. this guy's family home and then it gets abandoned and then he he decides to move back into the house with his okay. new wife and kid Okay, um, and then he has a mysterious brother who you find out was the original purchaser of the cube, and he kind of resurfaces, um, and brings with him some uh, baggage, some cu- baggage he acquired in the cube, let's say, and uh, <laughs> the family are forced to deal with this baggage that he has. Oh um, Jesus! It's great. Like e- when we turned it on, we were watching it for about twenty minutes, and Emer was like, "Is this film meant to be funny?" And I was like. Uh, I don't think it's meant to be funny, but I definitely don't think it's meant to be taken seriously at all. Okay, okay, okay. So it's not uh, like a totally serious kind of scare, uh, scary film. It's kind of no, a little, no. Like, okay, it, is it spooky? Is it, are, do you have? Did you have moments where you're like, "Don't go into the room. Don't do that." No, that definitely not. There was. No, I would say it was like it was too full on with the with with everything to have any kind of suspense like there's no suspense but there's definitely bits in it where i was like oh that is sick (laughs) you know (laughs) that's so horrible um and it's it's good like the the way the characters are set up is basically uh the mate the husband is like an enormous square he's like really stereotypical white oh okay i thought suburban square okay and then his wife is like married to the square but she maybe has a bit of a darker side to her and then the the brother who resurfaces he's very bad 
he's a bad he's like an outcast of the family and he comes okay, back. Okay, so you have okay. this kind of dynamic going on and okay it's great like it it, it wasn't it's it's nice you know when you like feel like you're familiar with a film i'm like hellraiser you know i know mm. that that's a film and and yeah. i know them and i'm used to seeing pinhead and other characters in the film i was mm. like oh i recognize this from seeing them around mm. but then when i was watching i was like oh i literally had no idea what this movie was about yeah at yeah. all <laughs> which is like cool you know like i yeah. was like oh that's how all of these it's again like the omen like i said about the scenes in the omen it's like oh that's how all of these different characters i've seen slot together in the context of a story you know what i mean mm. I, yeah i mean and i think i remember you saying the same thing about uh the exorcist when you watched it recently enough maybe you yeah, watched it yeah. not recently enough maybe it was a year ago i can't remember but like mm. it is the, it is a case that there are always going to be classic films that um that you've never watched i mean that's just the way it is like you know you can watch films your whole life but there's always just going to be those ones that you don't get to that you know about mm. and um and you kind of feel like oh, i know that film though i mean i know yeah. it i know it in and out but then when you finally actually get to the place where you sit down and stick it on you realize oh wait i didn't know it or there's mm. t- completely new elements to it that are actually the thing that make it good and Absolutely. uh and that's like i think like uh that's what uh, I suppose this week we've done. We've gone and seen three classic films, one not uh, yet a classic. And you kind of mm. realize, oh, this is, it's nice to watch their classics for a reason. You know, sometimes yeah, they really completely. just pull it out of the bag. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a nice, it's a really nice experience to watch an old movie rather than watching a new one sometimes. Absolutely. And I think, I think the biggest example of what you described there for me anyway was Psycho. I went my whole life thinking that Psycho, I thought the climax of the film was the woman getting stabbed in the shower, like the famous. <laughs> and I just assumed that was the final scene. I was like, oh, yeah, why, yeah. Would I, why would I watch this? And then that happened. Like, that's like less than <laughs> halfway 20 through minutes it. or something. Yeah. And then that <laughs> happened. And I was like, oh, shit. The movie's like just getting mm. started now. Oh, like, yeah. Crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. uh, it's good. We're, we're for the, watch the classics. We're for watch the classics. classics. I mean, look, it's COVID. Yeah. There's not many mo- new movies coming out. Uh, no. I mean, Mark went to see Borat, but we're not going to even talk about it. Um, we might talk about it another time. Will we well, talk about it? Yeah, short. yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, there's not much new uh, movies coming out. Uh, can too... I ask you, because um, uh, we've, got, we've, we've, we've gone through all our uh, films this week. Can I ask you, what, what's your favorite horror movie of all time, Mark? And you can choose three if you want. Jesus, Killian. Um, I actually think I might stick the omen in there already i know that seems like i just saw it um would you say would jurassic park be a horror (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) yeah Uh, jeez i'm trying you really put me on the spot here man i'd say the i I actually kind of would have thought you'd maybe just considering doing like a spook town special uh yeah i would have prepared well if you bloody ask me uh rosemary's (laughs) baby okay uh, I feel like such a moron on this podcast sometimes. And like, people must be like, have these lads only seen like 10? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, what, what made these two people start a film podcast when they clearly know fucking nothing about movies? But I it's mean, like, I think that like, might be the whole reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's we're like, democratizing I feel like film podcasts. We're like two men who didn't, who, who didn't know what a film was until we were like 27. <laughs> and then we started watching them. And now we talk about them as if they're a new phenomenon or something. Yeah. <laughs> but okay these so we're things aren't going away <laughs> yeah they just keep making these fucking long tv shows the uh the the omen the rose the, the rosemary's baby and that's it i don't like any others okay yeah <laughs> we're, we're not we'll go, you. could rank it above back to you back to you uh halloween i loved halloween oh yeah that's good i like that uh and midsummer i think that mm. counts as a horror and um oh what do i think i kind of want to choose something spooky i guess like i watched i remember when i was maybe uh oh god i must have been like 11 and i watched uh something that is not a horror um mm. but it's like a suspense thriller really but as a kid mm. i watched it in a fucking dark room and uh and it was the misery. I don't know if you've ever seen Misery. Oh yeah, terrifying, that's great. Was fucking yeah, terrifying. Yeah, that's a brilliant. And I watched one. that as a kid, and it would just scare the crap out of me. Um, yeah. I also, I mean, I think The Shining's probably up there, just because as a film, I just love The Shining. Oh, um, I, I just realized I, I, I would, I would be actually 
scratch the other two. I actually think the Blair Witch Project is the greatest horror film ever made. Okay, I think that's I think that's the scariest film ever. Very scary, yeah. Um, it's so scary. Every time I watch it, I'm like, "Fuck, this is so scary." Well, I guess we come back to your sort of uh, rankings system because, like, maybe the Blair Witch, like as a film, is it a great film or is it just a great horror? You know, like um, I think the Blair Witch is a great film. Like. Mm. Uh, when you consider it, like they nailed, like people thought it was real. Like they yeah, really got yeah, the, true. people really got the whole, mm. like the setup and the, I thought they really just did an excellent job of just creating an atmosphere and just the pacing of events and stuff in it. You're really like, oh God. Yeah. And even yeah, the smallest true. things can happen. And I find what I love about the Blair Witch is like, you kind of start to feel like you're in the forest and then there's a bit where they all start fighting with each other. Yeah. And you as the, as the viewer, you're kind of like, oh, it's, no, stop fighting. Like, we need, to, <laughs> we need to be in this together to get out of the forest. You know what I mean? Like, stop fighting, you know? Which I just think is so good. So yeah, I would say Blair Witch. Very okay, Blair good Witch. Movie. Okay, late mm-hmm. change. Um, late change. Okay, uh, what are you going to do for Halloween? I'm going down to I'm going down to a house in Brandenburg with uh, some friends, Emer and and some friends, and yeah. um, going to cook some dinner. We're going to watch some movies. Uh, we're a bit worried because our Airbnb host has been kind of um, like she said a lot of like like we were like would we be able to because it's in a farm we're like would we be able to do like a bonfire? The start of a horror movie sorry yeah. <laughs> no. she she keeps saying we about stuff like yes we can do that we could have a bonfire we could have a halloween party we could and I, i'm like maybe she's mm, schizophrenic could you could you not could you not participate <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want to uh, hang out with you <laughs> also in the in the reviews we're a bit scared as well because it said like oh our hosts were great they 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 put on a spontaneous poetry reading for us oh and stuff. shit and I was like, oh fuck <laughs> i don't want that Uh-oh. i have no interest in that yeah <laughs> but sure look at we'll, we'll have a good time it'll be a bit yeah. spooky how yeah. uh what, what about you what are you doing uh, well Do you get any black cats uh, no we don't have any black cats <laughs> <laughs> weren't able to get any uh, but i don't know i mean anna's like will we dress up um anna's not actually saying will we dress up she says we have to dress up which i just think is uh, going to be so silly because i mean we're going to do it it'll probably be fun but we're just going to be sitting in our apartment by ourselves just dressed up in ridiculous costumes and then just mm. she wants to do bobbing for apples i'm like i don't know if that's fun if it's just two people just a two-man job that's <laughs> your luck man you'll you'll find out like i'd like to do bobbing for apples and those things like what what is the because it's only ever been done to me as a kid it's like bob for the apple and then you do it but like what's the overall what are you trying to achieve there i guess it it? must come from a period when like an apple was the same as like getting a chocolate bar back in like the 1900s or something so they just make you you ever go trick-or-treating and some old person would give you nuts and oranges and you'd be like like all the time fuck you go what like why are you giving (laughs) me this you'd have a bag full of like mars bars and Kit Kats and sweets and everything, and then like just at the very bottom, like just a pool of monkey nuts, mm. and the, you're like, oh, fucking monkey nuts! I don't want these old people. The, <laughs> I haven't thought about the trick or treat bag. They're actually quite sick things in a way. After a while, aren't they? Yeah. After a while, all the sweets them. would just start like fermenting into each other. They're all just like <laughs> melt together and just become this big. So and then many. your mom would always want to throw it out or be like, "Mark, are you going to finish them sweets or not?" And I'd be like, "I am." But I'd be, I myself would be disgusted by what was in the bag. Like as a child, <laughs> throwing out sweets would be the same as throwing out money. It would be like yeah, it would be like throwing money in the bin. You're like, oh, no, I know I can't, gold can't throw them out, the, mum. Yeah, keep them. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but yeah, that'll be nice, man. You should do it. Like you know, don't, yeah, we, I guess we will. Yeah, COVID's here, but Halloween still goes on. Muk mm. Ola was the name of the thing. I just remembered it. Muk the- Ola. Okay, so maybe we'll do that. We'll do like a big uh, tribute to this, I don't know, Celtic. Muk Ola. Magola. No, Muk, M-U-C-K-O-L-L-A. Muk Ola. You're talking about the the weird uh, ritual that you're supposed to do in Ireland on Halloween? Yeah, you're supposed to peg it around the fire and, and you're, I think you're supposed to cast a few bits into the fire for Muk Ola. The parties represent themselves We have as- a scented candle. Uh, will that... I I think Mugolo might like that. I'd say it probably doesn't. The realm he lives in probably doesn't smell the best. It's um, rosemary and spice. I don't know if would he. I think he likes those. 
Come here, I'm going to read this to you now. The parties represented themselves as messengers of Muk Ullah, in whose name they levied contributions on farmer. Oh, Jesus. Muk Ullah. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, the farmer whom they address... Okay, the other verses... Basically, you have to do a sacrifice to this god called Muk Ullah. What so kind of human? Or... I think you can just throw a few nuts into the fire. Oh, that's grand. <laughs> I'll just throw some of the monkey nuts the old people give me. Uh, <laughs> still have some. <laughs> uh, anyway, here, I feel like it's it's getting, I don't know, is it getting dark? In yeah, the, in your du- camera's in starting to get grainy. Obviously, this yeah. is only audio, but if you guys could see, Mark is fading into black uh, because I mean, he's in Berlin. and I'm very in far east here. Eastern Europe, and uh, it's nighttime. Yeah, so I think I might have to say Gute Nacht. Gute Nacht, mein Freund. And uh, what is uh, What's Happy Halloween in in? Um, I, the uh, I don't think there's a German word for Halloween. I don't think they. They just say Gute Nacht. Gute Nacht. Yeah. Uh, they. They. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They just say good night because it's a normal night in Germany. Uh, yeah. I guess they just say Happy Halloween. Um, yeah. Happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween. <laughs> All right, guys. If you made it this far. Like and subscribe. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and <laughs> follow us on Instagram at MK Ultrafilm. Um, Killian's going to give his new address um, if you want to go to his house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Tschüss. Dankeschön. Viel Glück. Dankeschön. Thank you, Slan. And uh, happy Iha Hauna. Smilix. Ah, no, Smilix.